Thank you for joining us on the CFF Podcast. Today, we'll be sharing an inspiring message from the Word of God. We hope you enjoy and welcome home. Are you guys ready to get this party started? All right, all right. That's better, that's better. Woo, I'm so glad for you guys to be here today. Uh, welcome. Arely already said this, but this is your home. We welcome you, whatever you guys need. Uh, you can count on the person next to you. <laughs> including myself. Um, but in this day, uh, we are still in the, in the two are better than one series. So I will be speaking about relationships. And when I, when I speak about relationships, you can have relationships anywhere uh, that you are in. You could have relationships with your parents. You can have relationships with your coworkers. You can have relationships uh, at your school with your schoolmates. You can have relationships with your boyfriend, your girlfriend, uh, relationships with your dog even, you know, <laughs> for those of you that love dogs. Uh, but when I speak about a specific, um, this specific topic, when I speak about relationships, I want to speak about friendships. And I know I love friendships. I don't know if you guys love friendships, but I definitely love friendships. Now, before I go on, I want to pray that for God to speak into our lives, that he will just transform our lives to not settle for information like Paige was saying, uh, but to really change our nature, change our character so we can be more like him. So if you guys can close your eyes with me and say, Father, thank you so much. Speak into my life. Speak into my heart. Transform, transform my heart. Thank you for what you're about to do. And what you're going to do in my life, thank you, in Jesus' name. I know some of you guys are wondering, man, who is that dude up there? My name is Marcos. I know I look very different. Some of you guys are even thinking, like, dude, I didn't know you were young, you know. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's a long story. Uh, pretty much the barbershop messed me up. <laughs> I, I, I was looking like a Puerto Rico poppy. No offense, no offense, calling with the thin, thin sideburns, you know, but I was like, I don't really roll like that, you know, you just shave it off. But anyway, at any, any situation that comes our way, we have two options, to take it in a negative way or to react in a godly way or some of you guys like to think in a positive way. And these wise words I learned from Louie and Natalie when, because they're taking um, premarital counseling. Just don't tell Pastor Onisa that they told me. <laughs> but they, she told me one day, she goes, hey, whatever you go through, uh, you always have a choice to, uh, to take it and do the best out of, make the best out of it. And at that moment, I, I remembered what they told me and I made the best out of it. And that's an amazing friend. What do you, what do you think? Right? They were amazing friends at that moment, even though they just they spoke one sentence. It changed my life forever. And that's what I call a friend. But um, do we really know what friendship is? Uh, Sean, can you come up here really quick? Marilyn, can you come up here really quick? In 30 seconds, tell me what a friendship is. Uh, friendship is consistent. Uh -huh. Someone that you always know is going to be there and has your back no matter what. Uh, loyal. And I think definitely a friend, even someone, if you haven't seen them in, say, like, months or maybe even a year, you see them again, and it's like you pick up right where you left off. Right. Awesome. You know? Awesome. Thank you. 
In 30 seconds, can you tell me what friendship is? Um, friendship is someone that you could always like go to and you could tell like um, the right from the wrong. Um, oh. uh, <laughs> uh, someone that you could always um, go to, like, I don't know. Yeah. Stop putting me in this Awesome, awesome. Well, obviously, we have no idea what friendships are. No, no I'm, just, I'm just messing with you guys. No, but we all have a different opinion of what friendship is. Isn't that true? In, in, as an outsider, because at some point, we all came from the outside. We weren't always at church. We didn't always know, know about God. We didn't always know what God had for us. We didn't always know uh, the type of friendships that God has for us. But as an outsider, or used to be outsider, we always think a friendship is something that I can benefit from, right? Something that I can gain from. I'm only going to talk to you because I'm bored. I'm only going to hit you up because I have nothing else to do, right? And if, if I want to go a little deeper for the men, where, where are the men at right now, right? Uh, you guys don't have a problem with gossip or maybe jealousy, but I know that as soon as somebody treats you wrong, your friend treats you wrong, uh, you begin to, to build up resentment in your heart. Little by little, you start isolating yourself. Little by little, you start removing yourself from the picture. As a matter of fact, you actually start hanging out with another crowd, which maybe they're, they're the same as your old friend, right? And then your, front co your friend comes up to you and tells you, hey, what's going on? You haven't been talking to me, this and that. It's like, well, I mean, I kind of moved on, dude, you know? <laughs> And they're like, oh, okay, cool, awesome, whatever. You know, I have no idea what's going on, but okay. You know, that's how usually men are, which is not good, by the way. You know, and, they, and the women, <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> you, you, guys, you guys have a new best friend almost every day. <laughs> you know, and maybe most of you guys are not like this. You know, maybe it's another church. Maybe it's not this church, you know. But some of you guys... Uh, one day you guys are really friends with somebody, and then next thing you know, she comes in with the same dress. You're like, oh, heck no. One of us has to change because I'm not going to be looking like her. Or she, I don't want her to be looking like me, right? Or, 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 and your relationship is based on envy, jealousy, gossip. That's what it's structured on, right? But I, I really love the Bible because it teaches us what a true friendship is. A true friendship honors a true friendship serves. A true friendship is there to say, hey, you know what? Even though I'm not agreeing with what you're saying, I'm going to go with it. Or how about this? Let's, let's come to a, a, an agreement. I remember um, I was at work one day, and this man was really, I work with a lot of older men. Uh, this man was known for always um, cussing people out, screaming at them. And things like that. And I was like, okay, well, I've never worked with them, so I can't say anything. You know, why would I say anything? One day I worked with him, and uh, he was screaming at me, right? I was like, okay, cool, awesome, <laughs> you know? And then, and then it, it got to me. And I, and I went up to him. I was like, hey, dude, I want to talk to you really quick, but with my fist. No, no, no. no. I, I was like, let me, let, me, let me holler at you right quick. And he goes, all right, uh, what's up, man? I was like, hey, dude, I have no problem with you screaming at me. And I understand if that's the way you communicate, I understand. But we got to meet somewhere because it's not going to happen if you continue to scream 
And me, probably, I'm just going to take it, you know, uh, because I don't want to say anything that's going to hurt you or anything like that. But we have to come to an agreement so we can agree on what we're doing. So we can come to a place where we can play as a team. You know what I'm saying? Therefore, ever since that day, he became my friend. He became a, a person that every time he sees me now, he's like, hey, Marcos, how you been? How you doing? Talk to me, dude. Things like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, of course, I have to talk to him. You know? <laughs> no, no. Um, another quick story is uh, if, if one of you guys, all of you guys here have friends, right? I hope. I hope all of you guys have friends. But one, one of my best mates is uh, JC. I don't know if you guys know JC. And as a matter of fact, we used to live together. And uh, our, our relationship is so awesome that at any moment, like uh, um, Sean was saying, at any moment, we can go weeks without talking. And, and we can talk again that, uh, like a week later or two weeks later and just pick up where we left off. But when we used to live together, it was crazy because it's crazy and weird at the same time. But um, every time I would get up to go to work in the morning, I would walk towards the door. And for some reason, I would always reach out for the handle to turn the knob. And I, but before I even touched it, I would look back. And then he, he would wake up. It was weird. He would wake up, and he would be like, later, dude. <laughs> I thought that was the coolest thing ever because we didn't plan it. It was almost every day, right? And it, I thought that was really cool. Why? Because we had a, we had the, that a friendship. We have a connection. We even though that sounded weird, you know, but but it was awesome to to have that kind of relationship with somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's good to have friends that at any moment you can call them up and say, "Hey, dude, let's go grab something to eat." You know, I know my boy Alex. Uh, one time, I, I think I called him like at 2 or 3 in the morning. I was like, hey, dude, I'm down for pho. Are you down or what? Pho is a type of Vietnamese noodles, if you guys don't know what it is. And he goes, yeah, dude, I'm down. Let's go, right? It was awesome. Um, but how many of you guys can say you guys have friends like that? At any moment, you can call up and be like, hey, dude, you down to chill or what? <laughs> but um, these, these friendships that I'm talking about, it's, it's something that we always have to consider. Man, they're truly a blessing from God. Because I know that we, we have friendships outside and inside of church. But uh, they're, not everyone's going to treat you the same. Right? People have different point of views. People are going to say different things. You might think one way. They might think another way. Right? But at the end of the day, you are the person that sets the atmosphere. You are the person that says, hey, you know what? Whether they like it or not, I'm going to love them to death. I'm going to serve them. I'm going to uh, be there for them. I'm going to serve them with everything that I have. Um, so we agree that friendships are an amazing gift from God. Wouldn't you agree? Right? Now, don't take them for granted. And I want to share with you guys uh, specific verses in the Bible that now, maybe if you're just scanning through them, they might not seem like a lot. But when I was reading through this, it meant a lot to me. And I want to share this with you guys. It's in Matthew 7, 1 through 6. Holler or say what's up or do something when you got it. Uh, they're going to put it up on the, on the screen as well. Matthew 7, 1 through 6. You guys got it? Ooh, I'm ready. You guys ready? All right, it says, do not judge or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. 
and, in with, and with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite. Mm, come on. You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Verse 6. Do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they may trample, they may trample them under their feet and turn and tear you to pieces. Woo! That was incredible, right? And the first point that we see in these verses is do not judge or you will be judged. What does that mean? It says that when you judge somebody, is you're placing yourself over them. You're play, actually, you're placing yourself on God's seat. And you're actually saying, hey, dude, like, what is going on? Like, why are you acting that way? Right? Or you're, you're gossiping about this person. Or you're saying a lot of mean things about this person. Maybe not directly to them, but to somebody else about them. Right? So you're placing yourself in a place where you're taking authority over their lives. Right? We are so quick to criticize of what they do wrong. We are so, so quick to criticize of what they don't do. Right? Or maybe the flaws that they come with. Right? But... I think it's really beautiful that the Bible talks about that. No, you should put yourself at their level. As a matter of fact, it says that you should put yourself under them as a servant. In Luke 22, 24, in the message, I'm going to read it out of the message. Uh, they're going to put it in the uh, NIV version. It says, within minutes, they were bickering over who of them would end up the greatest. But Jesus intervened. Kings like to throw their weight around, and people in authority like to give themselves fancy titles. It's not going to be that way with you. Tell the person next to you, it's not going to be that way with you. Let the senior among you become like the junior. Let the leader act the part of the servant. This is in the MSG version. And I really loved the way this described it. And I want to show you guys on what it was speaking to me. I don't know if you guys know this, but when I first started coming to the church, um, I, I went to Amber Selger for like two weeks. Uh, and then after that, um, Peter was actually my, my cell leader. I don't know if you guys know that. But Peter is so amazing. If you're under Peter and you're not growing, there's something wrong with you. you know? But Peter is so amazing that one day we were out in Azusa Street. Have you, have you guys heard of Azusa Street Revival? But we were out, out there, right, Peter? We were out in the Sousa Street. And then we were talking to people about God. And we were evangelizing. We were winning souls. Um, and then all of a sudden, I, I go to Peter. I was like, hey, Peter, let me holler at you right quick. <laughs> let, me, let me talk to you really quick. And I was like, hey, dude, you know what? Uh, something has been bothering me for a while. And, and uh, I don't know if I should tell you, you know, but I want to tell you because I, wanna, I, I don't want to feel like this, you know. And I told him, hey, Pete, um, <laughs> I don't like the way you talk to me, dude. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, like I feel like when you talk to me, uh, you're talking to a little girl or something, dude. You know, like what's up with that, you know. And everything inside of me, I was like, yeah, I'm going to tell him off, you know. I want to get my way. 
uh, I'm going to prove him wrong or prove him right, I guess you could say, prove myself right. Um, but something so amazing happened that day that Peter wasn't just looking at me as, at him as my leader, but he was looking at me as a servant. And, and I was expecting for him to say, well, too bad, dude, deal with it. You know, I was expecting him to say, well, I mean, that's the way things are, dude. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Or uh, go deal with this somewhere else. No, he didn't say that. I know some friends in my past would probably say that. but like, hey, dude, stop being a little girl. Dude, get over it. You know what I mean? But Peter said something so amazing. He said, you know what, dude? And, and he did, like, th that little stance that he does, like. <laughs> and he, I, think, I think he even threw in, like, well, essentially, um, you know. <laughs> no, he, he, he said something so amazing with the stance. I believe it was the stance. He looks at me. He goes, hey, dude, you know what? Like, I'm really sorry, dude, you know, because I don't want to talk to you like that. Right? And, and forgive me. I need to change. Right? And at that moment, I was like, what? What is going on? This guy, he's speaking to me in a way that he's not getting mad at me? or, or Right? He, it, it was confusing to me at that moment because I wasn't really new, but I, it, that was new to me. Right? And at that moment, I realized and I truly believe 100% that when you speak to people about God, uh, you show them his love. But when you serve somebody, you show them his character. And I thought that was really awesome because at that moment, I didn't see Peter. I saw the character of Jesus pouring into my life. I was like, wow, that's amazing. At that moment, our friendship got even closer. At that moment, we weren't able to just like have a super, superficial friendship. But at that moment, our bond got closer. Now I was able to grow from him. He was able to grow from me. Him as a leader and me as, as a disciple, right? And I thought that was really cool. Um, the second thing we see in, the, in, in these passages, in these verses, is uh, when I change, everything changes. And I know we hear that a lot, right? Say the person, uh, tell the person next to you, when I change, everything changes. In verses 3 and 5, Verses 3 and 5 says, why do, you, why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your own eye, when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrites, first take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Reality is that we all have flaws. Wouldn't you agree? Well, at least I do. I don't know about you guys, you know, but I have a lot of flaws. But these verses speak about something so amazing that it's literally saying like, hey, why are you so busy looking at the person next to you? Why are you so busy looking at your brother, your sister, your friend, your dog, your, your fish, you know? Why are you looking at all these people? No, look at yourself. Change. Sorry. Change. You know what I'm saying? And, and you're probably thinking, like, why should I change? You're the one that needs to change. And this is why. Is your life bringing honor 
and service and blessings to your friendships? Do people want to be around you? Do you lift people up? Can somebody actually say, hey, you know what? I don't care if anybody else comes, but I just want that guy to come. I just want Claudia to come. I just want Anthony to come. Right? I just want Randall to come. Right? Whoever, and if anybody else doesn't show up, I'm happy. Why? Because they're a blessing to my life. They lift me up. They always add to my life. Right? Or are you that person that nobody wants to be around? And I'm not trying to bag on anybody here because I know it's no one in this place. But so are, you, are you the person that's, that somebody says, man, like, I want to be around them. They're really cool people, but they're always nagging. They're always gossiping. They're always bringing me down. I call them life suckers. They suck the life out of you, you know. And, and if, 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 if you don't know anybody like that, that's probably because you're it. But, but, but don't, don't, don't get upset. Don't be like, oh, what the heck, you know. No, because we can change. I know God has changed my life. I know he has changed many lives in this place. <clears throat> the third thing that we see in, the, in these verses, this, this third point, I, I, I named it, or I, um, yeah, I named it made to last. In verse 6, it says, do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they may trample them under their feet and turn and tear you to pieces. Every relationship is a gift from God. Isn't that true? Right? But sometimes we're so, it's so easy for us to just throw it away. To say, well, I mean, I kind of want to be selfish right now. I kind of want to be lazy right now. I kind of want to, don't want to wake up or, you know what, how about we just go out some other time. Right? But we're always placing ourselves before. We're always placing ourselves in a place where it's always about me, what I want, what I need, what I feel. What I, what I want to do. But uh, as I was telling you, it's not about us. Right? We're always there to serve, to honor, uh, to, to bless our friends in the relationship that God has placed in our lives. I was reading the book. Uh, I think it's called I Got It from Pastor Jim. Right? Let it go. Dyslexic. <laughs> 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 Uh, let it go. In chapter 3, it talks about honor. And sometimes it's so easy to honor the pastor that is up here. It's sometimes so easy to honor a special speaker that comes from out of town or out of the country. But sometimes we forget to honor the person next to us. And it literally says, hey, honor the weak. Honor the the homeless, honor the blind, honor all these people, right? But sometimes because we've, we've grown up in a place where um, you earn this stature, you can say, because of your, your title, because of your degree, because of uh, the medals you've won, because of 
um, the schooling that you have received, right? Sometimes we only see that as honor. But God is saying, hey, honor everyone. Honor all. And I truly believe all includes everyone in this place, everyone in L.A., everyone in Orange County, everyone in California, everyone in the U.S., everyone in other countries. Right? Isn't that true? So we should honor all. Do not throw your pearls to the pigs. When, when you put yourself in a position where you want to be selfish in your friendships, man, you're throwing, you're throwing something so beautiful to the pigs. Why? Because God ordained that friendship. Why? Not just for you to grow, but for them. What can they how can I bless their lives? Have you guys ever had that, that mentality? Like, it, that you put yourself in a situation where, where God places a person in front of you and, and says, hey, you know what? I want you to take everything from them. No, it doesn't happen that way. It's always like, hey, I want you to bless this person. I want you to give them everything you got. I want you to spend time with them. I want you to love them. Even if you only have $20 in the bank. I know none of you guys have only $20 in the bag. Hopefully not, you know. But, um, but has God ever told you, hey, love this person. Remove your selfishness away. The only reason why, uh, one of the reasons why I understand what God has done in my life when it comes to friendships is because I used to be that person. I used to be selfish, rude, mean. I used to be self-seeking. Jay can tell you, Louie can tell you, right? But God has done something in my life that I'm able to see friendships as a blessing, as something that I can pour into rather than take all the time. And you know what's so beautiful? That there's a specific person that wants to be your friend as well. And his name is Jesus. Did you guys know that, that he wants to be your friend? I know that you guys have heard I know that you guys have heard like, hey, Jesus died for you on the cross. Okay, cool, awesome, yeah, woo, right? And that's beautiful, don't get me wrong, it's amazing. That's the reason why we're here, right? But in John 15, 11 through 15, in the message, I like reading out of the message, I don't know if you guys can tell. It says, I've told you these things for a purpose, that my joy might be your joy, and your joy wholly mature. This is my command. Love one another the way I loved you. This is the very best way to love. Put your life on the line for your friends. Woo, come on. Let me read that again. Put your life on the line for your friends. You are my friends when you do the things I command you. I'm no longer calling you servants because servants don't understand what their master is thinking and planning. No, I've named you. Friends, because I'm, I've let you in, in on everything I've heard from the Father. No matter how tired, how busy, how lazy you might feel, man, there's always room. There's always room to say, you know what? I'm going to spend time with that person. Even if, even if I had a 12-hour shift, even if I had a, a, a whole day spent with my family. I just want to go home and sleep. Why? Because your family can get a little heavy sometimes. <laughs> no, but um, uh, you guys need to come to, to a place 
We need to come to a place where we say, you know what? Although I feel lazy right now, I'm going to spend time with Louis. Why? Because I know that I can bless his life. I know that he can gain so much from me. Why? Because I'm a child of God. Right? And everything that he has poured onto me, I'm going to pour it onto others. Why? Or why, do you think that everything that he gives you is for yourself? No. It's for others to say, you know what? I'm going to win the world one person at a time. And it starts with friendships. It starts with pouring into their lives. I'm going to be the best friend that I can be to everyone around me. And I know that's hard. It's challenging. But we have to put ourselves out there. Just like Jesus, he was vulnerable all the time. Right? But can I say, hey, Louie, let's hang, hang out, dude. Why? Because you and I are going to be amazing friends. But not only that, we're going to change the world together, dude. Now, if you, uh, can you guys stand up with me? I really like how in John 15 it says that, that you should lay down your life for a friend. Right? In the same way Jesus, he says, he calls you friend. That he laid down his life for you. Right? And I want you guys to close your eyes. All of you guys. All of you guys. All of you guys. Now, maybe you come from the outside where everybody tells you friendships are no good. They're only here to take what's, what they want, what they need. But here's Jesus wants to tell you, hey, I want to be your friend. I want you to be my friend. That's what Jesus is saying. And if you have never accepted Jesus into your life, I want to make this invitation to you to be a friend of Jesus, that he laid down his life for you. How many people would you say they will lay down their life for me? It literally says in the Bible that once you guys were enemies, once we were enemies of God, but Jesus now is saying, hey, come be my friend. And if this is you today, that you want to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I encourage you right now to, to raise your hand up. Nobody is looking. Nobody is watching. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Man, this is awesome. God bless you. Woo, this is amazing. This is so amazing. Or maybe you were walking with God. You gave yourself to Jesus, but then you took your life back. And also to you, Jesus is saying, hey, come be my friend again. I want to walk with you. I want to walk alongside with you. If this is you, I encourage you to raise your hand up as well. Awesome, awesome, amazing, amazing. Now I want to lead you guys into this prayer and repeat after me. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for my sins, for my impurity. Thank you, because without you, I am as good as dead. But I pray, Lord. That you take my sin, that you show me how to live for you 
how to fall in love with you and how to have a relationship with you and how to be friends with you, to walk with you and to know you more. I thank you, Father, for this time in Jesus' name. Amen. And I want to pray for you guys as well. Thank you, Father, for this amazing time. Thank you for allowing us, Lord, to hear your word, for allowing us, Lord, to listen and to receive all that you have for us today, that we may honor and serve the friendships that you have blessed us with, that we may run to your will, God, and to take care of what you have given us, Lord. We, I thank you for every single person in this place, God, and that you lead us and you guide us, Lord. Thank you for our pastors. Thank you for our leaders, God. I pray for Florida, for Texas, God, that you protect their homes, protect their families, God. Strengthen them, bring strength, and let this be a time of unity of the whole nation, God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank you.